Living Faith International Church welcomes you to Higher Life Broadcast with Bishop Dominic Newlove Alotane, the head pastor of Living Faith International Church. Bishop Dominic is a dynamic preacher and teacher with an extraordinary depth of knowledge and understanding of God's word. His vision is to empower each and every believer to live a victorious life through Jesus Christ to actualize their potential and tap into their God-given talents for the purpose of edifying their own lives and glorifying God's kingdom. Get ready to be blessed and inspired with the unadulterated word of God. And now, Bishop Dominic Newlove Alote. Amen. And we're going to talk tonight, discuss tonight about how to develop a pure heart or the significance of a pure heart. The significance of a pure heart. Matthew chapter 5 begins the ministry of Jesus. It begins the ministry of Jesus. And Matthew chapter 5 is the first teaching that Jesus gave. We call it the Beatitudes. The, the, the word actually is be attitudes. Be, be attitudes. And we have formed it into one, calling it Beatitudes. That is the attitude or the character of the believer. The attitude. What must be your attitude? Or what must be your character? Amen. And in verse 8, verse 8, he says that blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Which simply tells you that you can you can prophesy, okay, you can be a prayer warrior, you can come to church every day. That doesn't mean that you see God. Let me say it again. You can be preaching here every day. You have the mic every day. You'll be singing in the choir. You'll be leading the song. That doesn't mean that you see God. The Bible says that blessed are the pure. So it is how pure your heart is. That will indicate whether you will experience the presence of God or not. Can I have amen? You see, God can give you a gift, but God cannot give you a pure heart. A pure heart is something that you need to develop yourself. And it, is, it comes through the, the, the fruits of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit. Gifts are impacted, but fruits are developed. They, are, they, they, they come progressively. Can I have amen? Do you have your notebook? You are, you are making some notes? You have to make some notes. Amen. Amen. So, so um, uh, when you when you go further, when you go further, you know uh, the Bible says that blessed are the the poor. That's how he starts. Okay, that's the verse three. He says, "Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God." Two things: pure heart, they will experience God. Poor heart or a poor spirit. Amen. Pure heart, they will experience God. Poor heart, they will, they will receive the kingdom or they will see the kingdom. Two things. Two things. Number one, experiencing the kingdom and possessing the kingdom. Knowing the God of the kingdom and experiencing the power of the kingdom. Let me say it again. Knowing the God of the kingdom. Okay? It's one thing to know church. It's another thing to know the kingdom. Many people are in church. They are not in the kingdom. God, Jesus came to establish a kingdom. 
Amen. It's called the kingdom of God. We'll talk about it another time. So we're talking about the heart. Your heart is like the engine in the car. Your heart is like the engine in a car. When I don't care how beautiful your car is on the outside. If your engine is corrupt, your engine is corrupt. You, you can have a Mercedes-Benz. You can have a brand new Beamer. Okay? If the engine is corrupt, the car will not move. I remember one time I, I had a, a BMW brand new. Brand new, black, beautiful, uh, uh, seven series. Then I'm going somewhere and then the car stopped. All of a sudden, later on, they came to tow the car. We find out that there was some malfunction in the engine. And do you know that so if the car is not well, you can still move. If the brakes are not well, you can still move the car. Eh? If the steering is not well, you can still move the car. If other part of the car is not well, you can still move the car. But when the engine breaks down, that's it. Your spirit is the engine that runs your life. Your spirit is the engine that runs your life. Can I have amen? Everything that happens to you on the outside have its root in the spirit. Everything that happens to you on the outside have its root in the spirit. Okay, man is a spirit. Man is a spirit. Man is not a body. Man is a spirit. The spirit has a soul. The soul, the mind, the will, the emotions, the intellect, and the imagination form the composition of the soul. And then this man lives in the body. I've explained it many times here. But let me explain it again for those of you who have never heard it before. Okay, so you need this body. Man is eternal. You, you, every spirit is eternal. Every spirit is eternal. When you die, you, 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 you will live forever. The question is, where are you going to live? Or where are you going to spend your eternity? Because you are eternal. The Bible says, he said, he said to Jeremiah 1.5, before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. That is, you ever existed before your mother, you, your mother and your father conceived you. You understand? Before your mother, I knew you. And I already ordained you. So you ever lived before you came here on this earth. So, so when you came here on this earth, you needed this earth suit to come here. Okay, now watch this, okay? When, when, when you came here, when you came here, you couldn't come here if you don't have a body. That's why Jesus, he was the son of God, but he couldn't come here unless he's born of a woman. Why? Because Jesus needed the body to come here. Otherwise, he becomes illegal like any spirit, any demon. The same way you cannot go to, you can't go to space without a spacesuit. You will die. Man is illegal in space unless you have a, a spacesuit. But when you come here on earth, you can't live in a spacesuit. Come on here. So your body here is really useless without your spirit. I'm trying to explain something to you. Your body here, let me explain it further. Another time we'll pick the scripture, but that's not my focus. Let me, let me explain it further. How many people have, uh, you, you live in certain houses and you, you, you left the place? You, lived, you left me too, many times. When you left the place, did you, do you still pass where you used to live? and you saw the house, were you concerned about what they did with the house? Hello? Did you care what they did? What the, why? Because you have left. That's how your body is. 
the day you leave this body, you don't care whether they will throw it in the garbage, they will bury it, they will put it in the sea. You don't know, it's up to them. You don't care. Come on. Are you hearing me? So if that is the case, then you must do everything to work on your spirit. You must do everything to work on your spirit. You see the way we spend money on our body, especially our ladies. Our ladies, the way we will go, you go to the men. Today I went to do my pedicure, you know, my manicure. I did, you see how beautiful it is. Then I went down, then they did my pedicure nicely, you know. Then I come in, I had a haircut, you know. As for the women, oh my God, they can stay there for a whole day. And there were women I met there when I went. I left there, they were still there with the same nail I went to do. And I'm asking, look at how they spend time and money on their body. But guess what? You and I don't spend that any amount of time in developing our spirit. That is of more significant and important than your body. Let's look at a few scriptures. Let's look at a few scriptures. Uh, Proverbs, yes with your spirit yes everything okay you are sick inside before you are sick outside you die inside okay you see oh no well we did that he's dead oh oh he's dead even though he's alive why because his body have already left the, his spirit have already left the body the people who know about death will tell you that the man is dead don't worry yourself he, 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 he won't survive why? Because um, sometimes they are going in and out of the body back and forth until they depart the body totally. That's the, the issues of death and life is something else. But that's another topic. Let's, let's focus on what I'm dealing with tonight. Can I have amen? Are you enjoying this so far? Okay, let's read some few scriptures here. Proverbs 23, verse 6, 7, and 8, and 9. These are some of the most important. We love this. And, and where we stay, we love it eh? as a man thinketh in his heart. So you see, as a man, that's all that we focus on. But this scripture is more than that. This scripture is more than that. He said, eat not the bread of him that have an evil eye. Eh? Neither desire his dainties. Verse 7. For as he thinketh in his heart. You don't think with your heart. We think with your mind. The heart, the, you don't think with your heart. You think with your mind. The thinking processes of a person is with the mind. Okay. As he thinketh in his mind. So you see. Verse 7. For as he thinketh in his heart. Okay, as he thinketh in his heart, so he see, it, it, seared he to thee, but his heart is not with you. But his heart, so, so, so what this scripture is saying is that I can be saying one thing to you, but the motive behind what I'm saying is different. I, I can be saying to you, I love you, but the motive behind, behind why I'm saying I love you is different. Do you understand? So God is not concerned about what I'm doing. He's more concerned about the motive. Let, let's, let's, let's keep on reading this. You will understand. So he said, he will say to you, eat it, but his heart is not with you. That is, I'm saying to you one thing, 
Huh? You know how many people have eaten in people's house and have uh, and have contacted sicknesses. Some of them has been poisoned, really poisoned because they ate in a friend's house. A friend. Can I have a man? Are you getting me? Okay, let's go to Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9 and 10. He said, the heart is deceitful above all things. You see, the heart is deceitful. Okay, the heart is deceitful. So as for the mouth, you see, you and I, we, we believe what people say, but we really don't know why they say what they say. Come on here. Are you hearing me? We, somebody, you, you can come around me. You would talk. You love me. You, would, you know. But the reason behind what you are doing, I don't know. I don't know. Why? Because the heart is very deceitful. The heart, the heart normally hides everything you are trying to do to me until it can't hide anymore. It's very serious. This is the reason why you need to get your heart right with God. You need to get your heart right with God. The, the, the Bible says that the Bible says that um, uh, um, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Who can know it? The Lord searched the heart and tried the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. So, so if God tries the heart and the reins and gives to man according to his doings, then it tells you that God is not rewarding you according to what you did, but is rewarding you according to why you did what you did. Are, are you getting me? You, you will get to understand. You get to understand. So the Bible says that guard your heart with all diligence. Eh? Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Uh, Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. Guard your heart with all diligence. Out of it are the issues of life. Okay? Yeah, the issues of life. Next week I'll talk about, uh, I'll zero in a little bit about the statement I made. Listen, if your heart is sick, your body will be sick. If your heart is sorrowful, soon it will show on your face and your body. Amen. Whatever happens inside you. You know, sometimes you are very sorrowful and you are quiet and you are sorrowful. Then after a while, you see tears flowing from your eyes. It started from your heart. If you don't correct your heart, your body is going to break down. It is a strong spirit that maintains a weak body. A strong body cannot maintain a weak spirit. That's why you need to build your spirit man. Eh? No matter what kind of sickness your body will, will go through, if your spirit is strong, it will overcome, it will cause the body to recover. It will cause the body to recover. Amen? But if your body is strong and your spirit is weak, Anything that hit your body, oh yeah, 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 it will, it will break you down. This is the reason why somebody, a doctor will say to somebody, oh, um, this thing you are going through in another three months, you die. In the next three days, they will lose all their hair. They will break down. They start making their will, putting their will together. You know why? Because the spirit is so weak that whatever the doctor said, they have believed it. Can I have Amen. Are you here with me? So it's very important. It's very important. In Luke chapter 6, verse 45, the Bible tells us that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance, when your heart is overflowing, okay, your, your mouth will start talking. Your mouth will start betraying you. 
Your mouth, ask for your mouth to betray you. Very easy. Can I have amen? Amen. Proverbs 22 verse 11. A pure heart is a product of a clean heart. A pure heart is a product of a clean heart. A right heart is a product of a pure heart. A pure heart is a product of a clean heart. A right heart is a product of a pure heart. A pure heart is a product of a clean heart. A right heart is a product of a pure heart. In um, he said, he that loveth pureness of heart, for the grace of his lips, the king shall be his friend. Okay, if you if your heart is pure, okay, if you if you love pureness of heart, there is something that you always enjoy, favor. And because of that favor, people, kings, everybody will be your friend. Normally, people whose hearts are not pure, whose hearts are not clean, very soon everybody will know the kind of person you are. Then you see people withdrawing from you. Why? Because your heart is not clean. Listen, no matter how you hide, no matter how you hide, your heart is going to betray you. Because your heart cannot hide for a long time. You know, I, I, I did a little study between the mind and the heart. And I realized that you can have a lot of things in your mind, but your heart can override all of them. Your heart can override all of them. You know, sometimes you say to people, you know, ah, the way this guy has treated me, me, I will never talk to him again. I will never. My plan is so it's over. You know, you know where you are talking from. You are talking from your mind. But if you are a, a very forgiving person, it's in your spirit. So once the person comes, you know, and start talking to you, you see you start breaking down. <laughs> you know why? Because your spirit will always override your mind. Your spirit will always override the way you, the way your mind is working. Can I have amen? Are you following me? Are you are you are you sure you are following me? Why is this important? Let's go to first 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 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. What is why is this important? Because the Bible says that God is a spirit. God is a spirit. John chapter 4, verse 24. Don't turn to it. Let's go to uh, uh, that scripture. God is a spirit, and they that worships him must worship him in spirit and in truth which means that God doesn't relate to you according to your flesh God doesn't care the kind of color you are God doesn't care how how tall you are God God doesn't care about your hairstyle God doesn't care about anything God is a spirit God sees you as a spirit being one of the mysteries one of the things that has helped me in my life and especially in my life in the United States is that I came to understand that that man may look at me at a certain way but God sees me as a spirit and so if God decides to favor me nobody can stop it may the Lord favor you I'm not here I say may the Lord favor you I'm not hearing you I say may the Lord favor you come on say amen are, are you hearing me now look at this scripture but the Lord said unto Samuel Samuel have gone to Jesse's house to anoint a king Jesse was looking for the best of his sons to be anointed. He brings about seven boys eh, for them to be anointed. And the Bible says that God rejected all of them. And then Samuel said, uh, Samuel said, don't you have anybody here? So there's a small boy, a small boy, but you know, he's not, he doesn't look like somebody that God will use. 
you know, these are the people. You know, that's how people, human beings are. I remember those days we used to come. I won't mention the name, you know, but we used to come to Kofredua. You know, we used to come from Kofredua and we will we'll come to uh, this this church at that time in Accra here. Myself and a few people will gather there. And then when you get there, they will ask the, the, the pastors there, they will say, Kofredua man, are you come? You come? Kofredua man, when you are passing. Kofredua man, you come? Then they will ask those from Tamale. You know those from Tamale. Tamale man, you come? You know the you know Tamale man. Tamale man, you come? Then they will ask the burger man. Burger man, you come? Burger man, you come? You know, trying to, I mean, they trying to demean you. But God doesn't look at the outward appearance. Today, where are all of them? God said to him, but the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance or the height of his stature because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man sees. You see what your problem? Instead of seeing like the way God sees, you see like man sees. That's our problem. You see as man sees. He said, I have refused him. Because as for you, you are looking at the stature and the height and the weight and the politically connected he is and his position in life, his ability to rattle the English like I'm doing. Very eloquent. This is what you are looking at. I don't look like that. But as for me, I, I judge, I deal with people from the heart. I look, I deal with you from the heart. Can I have amen? This is a reason why David could do all the things that he did and God will still say he's a man after my own heart. Can I have amen? I don't look at the appearance, but I look on the heart. I look on the heart. I look on the heart. I deal with the heart. I deal with the heart. Can I have amen? You are purity. You are clean. You are free. You are free from foolishness or death. Second Timothy chapter two verse twenty-two. You need a clean heart, a pure heart, a right heart. Flee you, you full last, but follow righteousness, faith, and charity. Peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Do you know how many people are calling on the Lord out of an unclean heart? The reason why a lot of prayers are not answered because the, 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 the heart behind the prayer is impure. Impure. Why are you asking God for the things you are asking God for? Why? God is not, God is not very particular about, about what he wants to give you. He's particularly concerned about why you want it. You see why most of the time we don't get anything? Because he's particularly concerned about why. He's not concerned. You know he can, you know he can blink his hand like this and everything you need to come. I can guarantee you, some of you here, eh? some of you here, if today you have $10,000 in your hand, you will backslide forever. You are looking at my face. <laughs> if you get $10,000, if uh, some men, if they get $10,000 today, they will just for, for, forget about their wives and go their way. 10000 
me, if you give me ten thousand dollars right now, by the time it's one hour, it's finished. You see, the 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 mind. I mean, the reason behind what you are looking for is what God is looking at. He's not looking at that. God can give you. Can you imagine? He can give you anything. God can give you anything. But God is more concerned about why you want it. Oh my God. You are quiet too. When you are quiet, I get very nervous. Okay? So he tells us to purify our souls. Purify our souls. First Peter chapter 1 verse 22. Follow people who have a pure heart. Eh? When you come to church, don't just connect to any person. Look for people with a pure heart and follow them. Follow people with a pure heart. And I'm going to show you. You see, people with an unclean heart always have their own ulterior motive. When you see people always talking about other people and trying to destroy other people, it's because of what they, they, their mindset and what is in their heart. Purity of heart. Let me tell you something. When your heart is pure, eh, you don't fear anything. Me, I fear, I fear nothing. I fear nothing because my heart is pure. If I say A here, I will say A there. I will say A here. I will say A here. I don't have to remember what I said. You know, in the in the in the, the outside world, you know, the Western world, especially in the US, you always need um, some kind of documentation to work. Social security, you need a social security to work. So if you don't have social security, you are there, you have a visa. Even today, let me tell you, without social security, without you having credibility, you have a job, you can't even rent an apartment in the US. That's how it is now. You can't rent a place. The fact that you have a visa, you know, doesn't, doesn't guarantee anything. Okay, so you come and I give you my papers to go and work. I give you my papers, my social security number, my, my working authorization or my, my passport, you know, and you go and get a job. What is your name? Ebenezer. Okay, now, but you are not, you are not called Dominic, but you are working with Dominic. You went to fill an application with Dominic. Okay, so you are there, you are looking, you are waiting for interview. You are going to interview a group of people. The guy will come and stand there and, and say, Dominic Alote! And you are sitting there. Dominic Alote! Who is called Dominic Alote here? Dominic Alote! Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, because that is not who you are. And because that is not who you are, you must always be faking to be like so most of us, we are not who we say we are, so we have to be faking in church to behave like. But we are not. Okay, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22. Okay, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22. It said, let us draw now with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Our, our, our heart with full assurance. If your heart is not pure, you never have that kind of assurance in your heart. 
you will never have that kind of assurance. God is dealing with your heart. God works with your heart. God is concerned about your heart. Um, uh, First Samuel chapter 2, verse number 3. God is concerned about your heart condition. So prepare your heart. God is a spirit. He works with your heart. Eh? Effective prayer is from the heart. If the prayer is not coming from your heart, it's not effective. Listen, I would prefer to pray for five minutes from my heart than to pray for one hour from my mind. Sometimes it's just noise we make in church. And, and, and all the prayer, you know, is just a, a show that we are prayer warriors. Prayer must come from the heart. Hannah prayed though. They didn't hear what Hannah was saying. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't speak. Whether you speak or you don't speak, the prayer must come from your heart. The Bible says that talk no more exceedingly proudly. Let not arrogancy come of your mouth for, for the Lord is the God of knowledge and by him actions are weighed. So now look at it. He speaks about the words coming from your mouth and then he also speaks about your actions. And the Bible says that he's weighing your actions and what? He's weighing your actions and your mouth by what? You can't weigh anything by itself. Come, my son, come. I like to demonstrate this. So stand here and open your hands. Okay. God is judging your actions from your heart. Okay. This is your actions and this is your motive. You understand? The two of them must match. Thank you for listening to Higher Life Broadcast with Bishop Dominic Newlove Alute, the head pastor of Living Faith International Church, one church in two locations, New York and Accra. We believe you have been blessed, inspired and encouraged. You are invited to worship with us on Wednesdays, Success in Life Teaching Service, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. and Sundays, Celebration Service, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Locate Living Faith International Church, Rima House, at a Charlie Old Town last stop. For more details or prayer and counseling, please contact 0501-550-756-0561-291-565 and 0244-780-205. Remain under the blessings of God. Living Faith International Church. Living by faith. Dominating your world.